I'm not just happy, I'm her pal. This is Power Up Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Lucas, co-founder and CEO at Hapal, the social enterprise that powers this podcast. We help you slay life in high school, uni and beyond. Each week on the show, you'll learn epic life skills in a super chill way. Hear from well-known legends as they reveal their biggest setbacks and milestones to date. And you'll find out what our Hapal squad think about a whole stack of topics too. From epic challenges to super raw moments, this show has it all. So let's power up life. ever thought about starting your own podcast? If so, do you know what you'd like to talk about? Well, Michelle Akidanor, a 20-something-year-old marketer and entrepreneur, knows a thing or two about podcasting. After graduating high school in 2012, she has accomplished a lot. Most notably, she's the founder and CEO at The Pierce Project, which is a podcast production agency for progressive brands. She and her team have created podcasts for the likes of Forever New, Modi Bodhi, and even Little Dreamers, who we ourselves collaborated with to create a Hapal life lesson called Start a Business with Impact. Bit of a fun fact for you. So how do you even go about starting this type of media company? Well, it all started when she made her first global podcast called Peers to Peers, where she continues to chat with loads of millennial entrepreneurs achieving big things around the world, including TEDx speakers and those featured in Forbes 30 Under 30. Michelle has studied abroad, she knows three languages and has even been called a millennial careers coach. We chatted about a lot of things in this episode, including her life at uni, how she became an entrepreneur, life as a podcaster tips when starting a business and loads more. So let's power up life. And I've got her on the line right now. Welcome to the show, Michelle Akidano. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Now, I absolutely love your journey. You know, I did a good LinkedIn stalk of you. Luckily, <laughs> there's a lot of information I can find of you online, so it wasn't too hard. But the one thing I find so amazing about you is, you know, you graduated from in high school in tw- 2012 and you've established yourself as quite a well-known podcast producer, creator here in Australia working with amazing brands. Can you tell us how on earth did this happen? I know it's a big question with lots of detail, but you've done a lot of things in such a short amount of time. Oh, thank you. I think just firstly, thanks for having me on. It's so exciting, this new podcast you're doing. And I'm so excited to hear, you know, all the other episodes and whatnot and being a podcast nerd or fanatic. (laughs) um, I always love when people start new podcasts. So yeah, look, I mean, it's been a bit of a journey. And as you kind of said, a kind of is probably a testament to me in terms of I move quite quickly, just get bored quite easily and like to move on to the next thing. So yeah, graduated high school back in 2012 here in Melbourne and straight off the bat after that, I headed into uni. I studied um, something very different to media, but I studied a Bachelor of Commerce and a Bachelor of Arts and a diploma in Chinese in languages. So yeah, really 
random. Have you created a Chinese-esque podcast yet? <laughs> no, no. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, we haven't, okay. we haven't taken it that far, but um, <laughs> that, that might may be on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, so did that. That was a five-year course and got to travel quite a bit during that time and study overseas and all the fun stuff. And I guess during that time, kind of having those stints overseas, I studied in China and uh, the UK. And having that time kind of abroad really being able to just do me and do kind of what I love and explore what I love really allowed me to figure out, I guess, earlier on, maybe the things I didn't like so much and the things I did. So that really, I guess, led me to, I still was on that traditional trajectory for, for a while there. Um, I graduated and actually it was my last, my final year, but in my last two years of university, I worked in finance. So I was a finance major and I thought, yep, business, studying. finance, while so yeah. studying. Yeah. yeah. So how so, was that at like a part-time job while studying yeah. part-time or full-time? How did you work all that? Yeah, look, I mean, I still studied full-time, but I just pretty much did full-time hours of work as well. So <laughs> yeah. that was a fun time. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just wanted, I was so eager, you know, yes. to get to the next step. The next mm-hmm. step was work for me. And I was like, let me get in there. And I quickly realized going through quite a few different internships and part-time roles and in the space, in the finance kind of uh, corporate world, I slowly began to realize that maybe wasn't all cracked up to me and maybe it wasn't what I really wanted. And so through the the travel that I do during that time as well, I really came to realize that, well, if I'm going to be working for the rest of my life, maybe I should actually do something that I kind of love. Something you enjoy? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. And so that's kind of what led me into um, the world of podcasting. So you said before that you felt when you were working, you know, in a more traditional workplace that you found it wasn't for you. Was there, what was that trigger or was there a series of things that went, "Mm, something's not sitting right with me? Can you pinpoint what it was? Yeah, really good question. I think, I think it was a couple, I think it was a couple of things all in one. I think one of the main things was that I'm kind of quite energetic and I'm quite high energy. And I, at the time, you know, I had language skills, I had business skills that I was developing at uni and I really felt like I was pigeonholed, you know, and that yeah. not to say I wasn't grateful, so grateful for the internships I got because it's so difficult to even get those roles and positions, but I always felt like I could be doing more there. Mm. You know, what am I going to do with this language background? What am I going to to do with the ideas I've got. You know, I wanted to make, I guess, quote unquote, a bigger impact. And even in the roles I was doing, and I mm. felt that they were quite strict. And I now completely looking back on it, understand it from a business perspective. You know, you employ someone to do a certain thing Job, to help yep. you with your overall vision. Mm -hmm. But at the time I didn't understand what was going on. And I was like, <laughs> why can't I be part of the strategy? And you know, did why- you feel kind of like trapped in the sense that you couldn't fly and the way you wanted to yeah yeah Yeah, a little bit like that and just I was just a bit like how have I studied for so long you know all the way through high school and then five years of university to to kind of be in my fifth fourth or fifth year and be like wow is this is this Mm, it like is this what it's all cracked up to me is this something was missing Yeah. yeah 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 so then you decided to go on this podcasting journey. So before you started your your company, The Peers Project, is that right that you started up another, like just your own podcast? Is That's that right. you're passionate about it? Can you tell us a little bit yeah. about how that all came about? Yeah. So that, yeah, so that's exactly right. So right, so before 
quite a bit before I started the business, I, um, I just had that, it was really my final year of university. I had that burning desire to like, to figure out if you could do what you loved every day as work. Like I had no idea. And the question I really wanted answered was, is that possible? Or are your quote unquote passions, what you do on the side and then work is what pays the bills? Like what, Mm -hmm. is it possible to do both? And so I didn't even understand at the time what entrepreneurship. I didn't even know what if business, doing your own business and starting your own business at I was 23 or 22 at the time was even a thing. I, I didn't even think it was a thing, but I definitely knew there were people out there in the world that were my age doing cool things. And so I literally was just like, I just want to sit down and have coffee, like coffee with them and just <laughs> ask them like, how did they do it? And Pick their brain. Exactly. And, you know, throughout that's how i going to coffees and networking, quote unquote networking, really just meeting great people and was really how I even got into the corporate world. So I knew that really well. I had no issue DMing people on LinkedIn, asking them to go for coffee and picking their brain. I was pretty great at that. And so I was like, great, I'll just do that. But for for young people like my age who have maybe started businesses and doing things they're passionate about. But then I remember I was talking to a really good friend of mine at the same time and she was like, I want to hear the stories of these amazing people. Like I, I want to know what they did. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll start a, a YouTube channel. I was, <laughs> or, you know, maybe I'll start like a podcast. And back in 2017, even though that was still very recent, podcasting wasn't really a thing. It hadn't really blown up as it had, you know, 2020 yeah. now, 2019. It was still kind of a bit rogue and a bit like, oh, I don't know. Whereas YouTube was quite a big thing. Mm, thing. mm -hmm, So I thought mm -hmm. I'll start a YouTube channel. And then I was speaking to my sister about it and she was like, oh no, Michelle, like podcasting is going to be the next big thing. She's got this strange intuition. She's like, (laughs) I just know it. It's going to blow up in a couple of years. You just do a podcast. And I was like, cool, I'll do it. I'll do a podcast. I trust you. I trust you. I'll do what you say. Is she older than you or younger? She's actually the younger one. I've got two sisters. (laughs) So the younger one's wiser. Okay. Oh, always. That's (laughs) always how it goes. (laughs) I love it. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of how then I was like, oh great, I'll do a podcast. And that's kind of how it all started. And it was called, because you're still running it now, it's called Peers to Peers with the number two. And by the time this podcast airs, you would be probably at your hundredth episode or thereabouts, which is quite amazing and an incredible feat. Because like you said, you started in 2017. I mean, I I haven't spoken about it yet in this particular episode, but I had run a podcast before called at the time called Promenade with me. And I established that in mid 2017. I think it was around May or something like that. I don't even know, but mid mid 2017. And I ran 65 weekly episodes where I interviewed women of all ages, but my target market was young women. And I did it very similar to you in the sense that I came from a pure passion and insightful place where I just wanted to learn from people's stories and share positivity. And then out of that, though it didn't become a business for me, it ended up sort of leading into down the track, the work I do with a youth today because of that step that I took in creating that podcast. So it's quite amazing what these things can do for us, especially not just because it's a podcast, but more so following your passions. And when you're on the right path where it actually leads you, you know what I mean? There is something really special and exciting about it. Mm, I couldn't agree more. I think, honestly, if I didn't start the podcast, who knows? I might be sitting in a corporate job right now. I probably (laughs) would have been. Like that is... (laughs) Very probable, you know, it's almost like really quite 
rogue and interesting mm-hmm. that I'm not. So yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I was reading an article that was written about you in Medium on the Medium website. I think back in 2018 it was written, and I I wrote down a quote in there because it really resonated with me, and I know that a lot of people will connect with it. And a question was asked of you. I don't know if you remember the question, but I'll bring it up anyway. <laughs> a question was asked about when you're in your 20s, how do you know what path is the right one for you? And then you said you just have to try, try, try different (laughs) things and you'll get closer. And I think that's exactly how you live your life. Have you found sort of a pattern in all these interviews you've done with these entrepreneurs and amazing young people? Have you found a synergy between each and every one of them? You're like, that's the one thing they all seem to do. Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah, no, it's so funny you say that. We're actually currently in preparation to record our 100th episode and it will be a solo episode where I talk about, (laughs) I know, so all all me, where I talk about the 10 lessons I've learned from interviewing almost 100 amazing millennial entrepreneurs. So I will preface it by saying that, yes, 100%, there, there are key things and the entrepreneurs I've been fortunate enough to interview are those who have been on, you know, the Forbes under 30 list on, you know, Shark Tank have been TEDx speakers. They're really the creme de la creme. I honestly believe build businesses, fuel economies, change industries because of their creations. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to do that podcast and interview across the world. So we've done podcast tours over the years. Last year, we were in New York for two weeks interviewing, then we were in London. You know, we really, I think just on note of that podcast, I think when I decided to start it, I didn't think it was going to be something big. I just kind of thought, you know, but I think deep down I wanted it to be awesomely big. So I think since then, since starting and being able to travel around and and interview with these amazing people, yes, 100%, there are some key things that they all, yeah, they all do. And all they all have. What would be a couple that you've noticed? I guess one, just coming up the top of my head, we were were going through this today. Um, (laughs) It's very fresh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One was that they all have grit. So, you know, all of them have this incredible kind of deep desire to do something and create something. And most of the time it doesn't start off like, you know, some amazing thing that's already on the Forbes list. It really does start off as this little idea and this passion and this drive to change this thing. And the grit that literally I would say the 100 uh, you know, interviewees that I've had, they, I believe that every single one of them has had this level of grit and determination to actually go out there and make it happen, even when it becomes really, really hard. Yeah. Another thing I would say would be that they're all really curious. So they just, they never take things as just, that's how it is. They always question. Yes. And I think I've started because of being around these amazing humans, I find myself starting to do that a lot, you know, and I think it's just so valuable. I mean, the reason why so many of them have gone gone on to be so, I guess, successful, and I define that as fulfillment as well, like highly fulfilled in yes. what they do and obviously changing and ha- making living it- a happy existence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think it's really because they've been so curious and gone into industries that maybe they've had no background in, but they've literally questioned why this thing happens a certain way. And as a result, built a business off that and then, you know, progress from there. Yeah. I think they're two amazing things. Tying curiosity and grit together, you get 
resilience and you yeah. you know that whole idea of never giving up and I think for yourself when you started up the peers project which is the company you run I mean you've you've worked with the likes of forever new and Modi body who create underwear basically for women with periods and things like that which is so so essential and of course sustainable and obviously forever new being a big Australian women's apparel brand and accessory brand here in Australia but how did you go about approaching these people did they <laughs> approach you like you know for someone in your 20s you've done a lot of great stuff these are big businesses is there have you learned along the way like how did that all take place <laughs> oh I love this question did they approach you no I love it <laughs> it's so it's so amazing I love that people might think that <laughs> yeah so I guess from there is a big difference between podcasting and that awesomeness of connecting with amazing people and then business and I think throughout the journey of the last really three years, two and a half to three years, I've really, longer slightly, I've really had to learn business. And I've really learned that through lots and lots of mistakes and failures. I just dived headfirst. You know, I did have a business degree. I do have a business degree, but going out there and starting a startup from scratch with when you're I started at 24, I think I was 23 or something, you know, is really just a whole different ball game. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, scary experience. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. So, so yes, I guess, how did I learn to do that and et cetera? As I said, I really just tried and I just kept failing. Tried, tried, tried. Exactly. <laughs> you practice even you back preach. in yeah. <laughs> even back in 2018, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What that's led to is that in the last. So really, what I mean by try is I would literally go out there. It's very hands-on and quite hands-on, and and develop pitch decks or develop you know a kind of a yeah a pitch deck of who we are, what we're about and then reach out to businesses and companies and CEOs and marketing managers and just pitch them a a podcast for their brand. Mm. And when you do that, favorite channel to do this on is it's actually free. Well, I use LinkedIn premium, so it's technically not free, but But it's only um, a few dollars a month, isn't it? Exactly. So it's really a really great platform exactly to start on. I literally would just as I would reach out to people for for podcast interviews or coffee dates back in the day, I would then just reach out to, you know, the CEOs and and marketing managers and brand managers about a podcast for their brand. You know, and when you do that for a period, I think literally last year did it for about eight months straight and you're pitching and you're pitching, you're pitching, you're pitching, and you're trying to aim for the real top, you know, the, the, as you said, some of the biggest brands in the country, some of the biggest manager marketing managers and you know you're obviously going to get a lot of backlash a lot of you know no responses but when you do that over a course of eight to nine to ten months you start figuring out how it works and what words get you the responses and and what how many meetings will mean one deal and all that kind of stuff and so you know, amongst the probably about hundreds of marketing managers and CEOs I reached out to, yes, two of our most notable clients are, we're so fortunate to be working with Forever New, Body Body Up in Sydney, and a couple of others as well who have just really, I guess, allowed us to take our brand to that next level and and really, I guess, position ourselves as as leaders in the space. And I think you, you really spoke so well about the whole idea of LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is a great 
networking tool because people are there to do business and to network. It's a bit different to Instagram and very different to TikTok. (laughs) You know, you can't, I mean, you could talk to a brand manager on TikTok if they have an account, but usually they'll probably use some some other name. You don't even know that they are the brand manager at some company. So I think you're right. I think when you reached out to them, I'm guessing you leave them a a LinkedIn message. So you inbox them. And I think that's such a great idea. And which leads me on to another question I want to ask you, and it's completely related to a young person listening right now to this interview going, oh, I'm so inspired by Michelle. Oh, I've got this burning desire. I'm curious. I'm inspired. I want to do something with my life, but I just don't know where to start. You know, it's that person might be studying even, you know, finishing school. They might be going into uni and beyond. And we're noticing that there are entrepreneurs now come in all shapes and sizes, young and old. There's no real perfect age to start a business. I think now this world has become a lot more easier to get access to. So in your experience and what you've learned, what would you say right now to a person listening going, oh, I just want to, I just want to just get a couple of top tips from you based on your experience. What would they be? Just number one is to talk to as many people as you possibly can, whether it was trying to get an internship back in first year uni or whether it was trying to convince an amazing Forbes under 30 to come on the Peers to Peers podcast or whether it was trying to get Forever New to sign a deal with us for us to produce their podcast. Whatever it's been, it's always been about people. I honestly believe that the world, whether it's business, really anything, it's people that you've really got to chat to and get to know and figure out how people work. So I think just number one tip is get to learn about people and talk to as many people as you possibly can. I guess the second tip is to allow yourself to start with like a clean slate. I think so many of us get really caught up in our heads. We maybe look at our past failures and we go, how am I even going to start again and try and maybe get my career going or, you know, meet, you know, maybe get myself really involved in university or stand out in year 12 or in year 11. You know, so many of us just think, how am I going to do that? I'm just a normal person and I failed so much in the past. And I think just allowing us to have that clean slate and just to really wipe it all clean and go, you know what, you can start again. And especially when you go out there into the quote unquote real world, the people are so, there's so much going on. The people often don't take too much notice of you. It, it, yeah. I say this in a good way. Because yeah, I know what that, you mean. I think you're, you're referring to that sometimes we are so in our own head that we yeah. think that we're stuffing up or people are analyzing everything that we're doing and are we stepping in the right or wrong place? And people have got their own stuff that they're working yeah. out. People are just trying to do the best that they can that they'll probably look at you and go, wow, you're awesome, not you suck or you know, mm-hmm. you've got so much learning to do. They, exactly. You're right. I think we have this idea in our head sometimes that we're filled with self-doubt and that we're probably conscious of what people are saying about us thinking you know fearing the worst case scenario when often the best case scenario is the one that takes place majority of the time exactly so it's literally just don't even worry about anyone else go out there make it happen do what you know really just follow that gut know that you've that gut feeling know that you've got a clean slate you know I would say they're yeah they're definitely some of my top tips I could literally speak on this for hours (laughs) 
So I'm just being mindful. Yeah, no, I think I think they're two very important things. And if each of us can utilize and take away those top tips and utilize them in our everyday life, where this world will be an incredible place if we just believe in ourselves and not give up and try, try, try again. Even yeah. if you fail, don't give up. I absolutely love it, Michelle. Right after this, we're going to be asking you about some of the big and small things that you're grateful for. This is Power Up Life. This week, we asked you what your dream job is, and here's what you had to say. If I could have any job I liked, I would be a stage designer for concerts. That would be awesome. Getting the opportunity to meet different artists and really help their vision come alive on the stage, and they'd be rewarded to see it all come together when they perform. A job I would love to do is personal train someone. I love helping people, and if it has to do with fitness, then I'm in. I enjoy watching their progress and lifting their spirits when times get hard. I also think it would help with my self-development. Seeing them at their full potential will make me want to do better. I would like a job of helping people with their health and fitness as I'm very passionate about that and want to help people live their healthiest lifestyle. Being in the startup space and working with sustainability, there's really no other thing that brings me happiness and trying to create a difference and impact others. I'm Carissa Shale, and that's this week's talk topic. Got something to share? Drop us an email, yoursay at hapow.com. Did you know Hapow is on socials? Come and say hey. Follow us at hapowau and be sure to check us out at hapow.com. Michelle, one of the biggest questions I love to ask my interviewees is something that you're grateful for, big and small. And even though it's one of our smallest segments, I believe it's one of the most powerful. And I love hearing your responses. So let's start off with one big thing that you are grateful for in your life that you just so appreciate. First thing that comes to mind is my family. I'm really grateful for them. I think having big goals and big dreams can sometimes not be perceived very well when it comes to, you know, your family. They often just want to protect you and make sure that you're you're going to be okay financially, et cetera. And I'm just so fortunate that my parents are entrepreneurs. My family is very business-minded and oriented. My sisters are also quite business-minded and having the support of them and, you know, in, on the journey I'm on, you know, building this company has just been amazing. And yeah, I just really appreciate them. I love that response because you're right. Not everybody comes from a family that understands or at least supports you when you think outside the square, outside the box. And to have that support from the very beginning is it's a reassuring <laughs> thing to know that you're not yeah. alone because yeah. sometimes the entrepreneurial uh, journey yeah. can be isolating. And so yeah. to have a family there going, you can do this is yeah. even just one person can yeah. really change one's life. So I love that response. Okay. Something small that you are grateful for that Maybe others would take for granted or not care that much, but you're like, no, it's a big deal in my head. Mm. Just like, <laughs> this is going to sound really strange, but I like my home, like I'm just <laughs> so grateful, like especially yeah. during this time in COVID, you know, where it's just everyone's crept up at home. I'm just so, I'm grateful that I have somewhere to be in a, 
a beautiful home to live in and I feel mm-hmm. comfortable. I don't feel trapped. You know, I'm just grateful for shelter really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. And you're right because I think this period that we have been going through has taught us a lot of life lessons and helped us realize what's most important and recognizing the things that we probably have previously taken for granted is because it's always there as yeah. being the most essential thing in our life that protects us from uncertainty and things like that and makes us feel safe. So another fantastic answer. Thanks, Michelle. Don't go anywhere, guys, because guess what's coming up? The challenge. Are you excited, Michelle? I'm so excited. Okay, good. (laughs) Everyone's saying that they're excited every week, so we're obviously (laughs) doing something right. Want to power up life? Download your free Power Pack wallpapers at herpower.com. All right, so it's challenge time, Michelle, and we love to play all sorts of different games on the Power Up Life show. So this one we've actually made up. A couple of them have never been done before, at least not on this show anyway. We're calling it Silent Songs. Have you played Silent Songs before, Michelle? I have not. I've never. (laughs) (laughs) Neither have I, to make you feel better. Okay, so basically I was talking with Bren and we thought, what should we play this week? Now, Silent Songs is a game that we made up where basically there are amazing songs out there, big songs, you know, it could be power ballads or hip hop, any kind of real genre of a song that's quite popular from an artist that everybody knows, a household name. But we're basically taking out all the music. We've taken out the artist completely and Brennan's going to say the lyrics of these songs songs really he's asking me to do a beat which I'm look Brandon to be honest with you I'm not sure if that's a good idea or not Pip is now barking our dog so it's all happening she's trying to wane get it get her claws into it as well so Brendan can you explain so how many songs are you giving us there'll be four songs and basically I'm going to read the lyrics not sing them as you would normally hear them on the radio and basically you need to work out what song that is and if you guess it correctly then um Kudos to you. So is it the first person to guess the song correct wins, right? That's correct. First person to guess the song um, and there'll be four songs. Okay. Person who gets the most out of four wins. Okay. That's a pretty, that's a pretty easy game. Okay. Time for the first song. So come up to the mic, Brendan. Do I do a beat or not? Drop me a beat. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it. But I just, I, I've got to think about the song. I feel like it's too much pressure on me. To, I can't go. win otherwise. You know, I'm back like I never left. I never left. Another sprint, another step. Another step, another day, another breath, another breath. Been chasing dreams. I know this song. But I never slept. Me too. God damn. I've got it in my head. Oh. I don't know. Ryan Lewis and Macklemore and Ryan Lewis Ryan, something. Ryan, she reckons Ryan Lewis and Macklemore. That's Michelle though. Macklemore, yeah, that's right. Is it Ryan oh. Lewis as well? It Is it Ryan Lewis and Macklemore? No, Ryan Lewis, no. Oh. Oh. Um, Someone else. Can, can we have, can you say the chorus please? Because <laughs> I know the chorus will help me. <laughs> We suck at this. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I feel glorious, glorious. Oh, you're right. Start again. Is it glorious? Yeah. You're right. right. <laughs> you guess the artist and I guess you the song You guess the name. song name. Half a point each. Half a point. Half- oh, half a point each. I'm happy with that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Song two. Right now, I'm in a state of mind. I want to be in like all the time. I ain't got no tears left to cry. So I'm picking it up, picking it up. I'm loving, I'm living, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. <gasps> oh, oh. I'm loving, I'm living, I'm picking it, pick up. it up. No idea who can, it can is. Can you try to do the chorus again? Because I think that's going to help us because I know where this is going. <laughs> I know where this is going. I feel it in my bones. I know the song. I just don't know the. the yeah. The, yeah. 
Like I've got yeah. the I've got the melody yeah. in my head. Right now I'm in a state of mind. I want to be in like all the time. <laughs> Ain't got no tears left to cry. So I'm picking it up, picking it up. I'm loving, I'm living, I'm picking it up. Oh, oh goodness! I would have. I don't no know if it's idea. Brendan that he's not doing a good job of it, or we just can't. can't <laughs> we blame understand. it on Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> His execution. I don't know what the. I, I know the song, like I know the lyrics, oh, but I don't know. Yes, go for it. If you've got. No, I genuinely don't know. Mm. Sorry, for both of us. Ariana Grande, no tears <gasps> left to cry. Oh! I even said it in the third sentence. <laughs> I said, I ain't got no tears left to cry. <laughs> no, you should do. You should you, when you when you say you should have said it in a higher pitch. And that would have got, that would have given it away. That would have given up a one hundred percent. All right, so we're still half a point each. Okay, what's okay. the third song? If you don't want to see me, did a full one eighty, crazy thinking about the way this. I was. Did heartbreak change me? <laughs> Maybe. But I, look at where I ended up. I already know. I already yeah, know. Go, as soon go, go, as you go. said the first line, oh. I've been listening to this song <laughs> on repeat. Actually, I don't even know if I know that. I know the artist, Dua Lupa. Dua Lupa. Oh, Lupa. Is correct. That correct. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. oh, I think because I've been listening to her whole album that she released oh. this year. So I'm trying to remember. I don't know what the song. I could actually though. stuff this do you up. Want the chorus. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, do yeah. The... Give you the chorus. Because I think it's, I've got one or two songs in my head and I don't know which one it is. <sighs> is this high stakes? Oh, it really is. I think you're going to win. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> try, try. Try, 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 try again. Don't uh, come out. I got it. Don't start okay. caring yeah. about me now. Yeah, about me now. Yes. Oh. Um, it's don't stop or don't start now. It's, it's one or the other. Don't stop or don't start. <laughs> don't start now. Don't start now. Don't it's start now. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Well done. Because <laughs> she had so many don'ts in the chorus. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it is, it's not nostalgia because I thought it was nostalgia yeah. and it wasn't short, uh, but that's okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, How many it. songs have we done? Is that three? That's three. Okay, so this is our okay, last, last one. one. So Number I've got half. one and a half points I've and versus half. half a point. Okay, so it could be okay. a draw if you get be. the next one, a full point. Okay. It could be. Okay, you can right. do this, This Michelle. is a tough one. Number four, here we go. When I was six years old, I broke my leg. And I was running from my brother and his friends and tasted the sweet perfume of the mountain grass I rolled down. I was younger then. Take me back when. I found my heart and broke it here. Made friends and lost them through the years. I don't know. And I've not seen the roaring fields in so long. I know I've grown. I can't wait to go on my home. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way, driving at 90 down those country lanes. Oh, do you know it? I don't know Singing it. Singing oh, no. a tiny dancer. It's not Ed Sheeran. Can you give us you a clue? Is that? Can you give us? It's not Ed Sheeran, is it? Is it Ed Sheeran? No. She she thinks it's Ed Sheeran. And it's real. Hang on, is we it watch the sunset. Is it Ed Sheeran? Over <laughs> the castle on the know. hill. Oh. Over the castle on the hill. She said, Ed "Castle Sheeran. hill, Ed Sheeran." Yeah. 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 Well done. You know, I'm glad you got that because yeah. you said you lived in the UK. Yes. Like so there while. you go. If yeah. you didn't, I would have, oh, I'm so glad you got it. So that means we got a draw. Okay. Which is a nice way Love to finish. It. Oh, is it not a draw? Oh, we need a tiebreaker. Oh. Oh. Okay. This is something we did not expect at the start oh, of this. We did not. <laughs> this is off the charts. 
This is taken silent. What is it? Silent songs? Silent songs. I've forgotten the yeah. name that we called it. Oh, oh, taking it to a new level. Okay. Okay, we're ready. All right. So song number five for the tiebreaker. Caught my heart about one, two times. Don't need to question the reason I'm yours. I'm yours. <gasps> Hang on. I'd move the earth or lose a fight just to see you smile because you got no flaws. Oh. No flaws. I know this song. I hear this on the radio all the time. I'm not trying to be your part-time lover. Sign me up for that full-time. I'm yours. Oh, All yours. yours. So what a man got to do? What a man oh, got to do? Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. To be totally know. locked up by you. Yes, yes, this is what a man Jonas Brothers. Oh. Is Jonas? Pray. Okay. And um, be your last good I night think, and your first good day. I think the song is called. So what man got to do? <laughs> Can I guess the song? He just wants the microphone. I'm this is not karaoke. <laughs> okay. I have to say, because I also do some dabbling in radio, I've been fortunate enough to hear this song probably too many times. Yeah. So I, I think I've got it. Is it Sucker? No. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Um, can you keep doing the lyrics? Sorry. So I could yeah, keep doing the lyrics. start okay. guessing. I might be able to get a half point. So it's Jonas Brothers. So we know Jonas Brothers. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. It's not sucker, so we know that it's okay. another one. Okay. Okay. So what a man got to do? So what a man got to do? To to be totally locked is it just... up by you. What oh. a man got to do? Is it just what a what man, man got to do? Is, yeah. Is is it what a man got to do? Michelle's asking if it's one. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Half point each. Half point each. Tied again. Be more obvious with that chorus. So we. That's it. We we finished off. We are a tiebreaking. Yeah, we are done tiebreaking. Which is a beautiful oh. way, Brendan. Thank you for your poetry prowess. You're most welcome. Thanks for not dropping Thanks. me. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> So, oh my goodness, it has been a tiebreaker. It's been a great show and what a way to finish because here at Hapow we are all about empowering young people, millennials, Gen Zs, and if we finish on the same page, we are working together, collaborating, not competing. So I think that's a good way to finish. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show, Michelle. You've been an absolute legend. How can people get in touch with you? How can they follow everything that you're doing? I love it. Yes. Yay. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at the peers project, P R E S project for the business. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm just at Mish Akitanor, my really hard to spell last name, but I'm sure Jana will link them up in the yes. show notes. Yes. Um, and then also you can jump onto LinkedIn. If you're there, I always connect with people there. It's just Michelle Akitanor and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Well, wishing you all the best with your 100th episode of Peers to Peers and everything else that you're doing for the Peers Project and beyond. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) As you can see, Michelle works very hard as she works towards achieving her goals, whilst also making other people's dreams come true thanks to her company, The Peers Project. Her story and marketing know-how has been featured in the likes of Marie Claire, Smart Company, and now even our Power Up Life podcast. (laughs) We wish Michelle all the very best and, of course, look forward to seeing what she has coming up next. A fan of Power Up Life? Why not tap the share button and send it to someone who'll love it? And, of course, don't forget to follow us on socials. 
simply search for Hapal AU to follow us and stay in the know. Want more Hapal? Sign up to our free life skills platform to get access to our on-demand expert-led video masterclasses called Life Lessons, quizzes, blogs, and more. Simply visit our site, hapal.com. This episode of Power Up Life was produced by me, Gianna Lucas, Maria Dukadinoska, and Carissa Shale for the Herpal Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Power Up Life, a Herpal Podcast. If you loved this episode, be a legend and leave us a quick rating and review on your fave podcast app. Dive into the show notes for all episodes on our website, hapow.com forward slash podcast. Catch you next time and remember to power up life.